It's time to get out of that rut and break through to a higher level of success. This is Infinite Success Radio with Rachel O'Brien Eddy. In this engaging hour, you'll hear from people just like you who wanted to achieve success and did. What was their secret? You'll need to listen to find out. Now, here's your host, Rachel O'Brien Eddy. Welcome to Infinite Success Radio. I am your host, Rachel O'Brien Eddy. Thank you so, so much for listening in each and every week. I really appreciate you guys taking time out of your very busy schedules to listen to Infinite Success Radio. You know, my goal here with the show is to encourage, inspire, and empower you to achieve a higher level of success in your business and in your life. So today, we are actually live from Bahrain. That's where I live. It's a small island country on the eastern coast of Saudi Arabia. And I'm so, so excited because with technology today, it's amazing that we can have Infinite Success Radio all over the world. So I can be broadcasting live anywhere where I can get a connection. And people from all over the world are listening to the show. They're, they're applying the tips and the strategies that we share every single week, and they're creating amazing results and change in their life and their business. So it's so, so, so exciting to be with you guys today. And again, I always tell you that time is the most valuable asset that you have. So the fact that you're spending your time with me today really does mean a lot to me. I really do appreciate it. And I know that you listening today, you are the type of person that chooses to invest in yourself. You're the type of person that wants more out of life, and that's exactly why you've tuned in today. So thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm very excited for today's show for a couple of different reasons. Number one, I absolutely love the topic. Today we're talking about being 10 times bolder in your business and in your life. So I love that concept. I love the topic. But even more so than that, the guest that I have for you guys today is absolutely incredible. So you're going to want to make sure that you eliminate all distractions and really listen up because what he's going to be sharing with you guys today, I mean, this stuff is amazing. He is an incredible individual. I've seen him speak on stage multiple times and the tips and strategies that he will be sharing today, I guarantee if you apply them, they will change your life. They will change your business. Bar none. This is a hundred percent true. So make sure that you do stick around through the entire show because you do not want to miss a thing. So one of the exciting things that I do here in Bahrain, um, I'm a baseball mom. For those of you who listen to the show a lot, you probably know that, that we love baseball in this family. My son plays and my husband coaches. And on this side of the world, baseball season has just got, got started again. So we're very excited. Today, we actually spent the evening, it's evening time here, and we spent the evening having a team baseball party over here at our house. And it's been so much fun. Got to visit with a lot of the families and it's just been very, very exciting. We're thrilled to have another baseball season here in Bahrain. For those of you who don't know, I am originally from the United States. I grew upside outside of Portland, Oregon, which is in the Pacific Northwest of the United States. And I've lived in several different places. Now I have the privilege of living internationally and traveling all over the world. And with my business, I have the amazing opportunity to really make a difference in people's lives, to encourage, inspire, and empower entrepreneurs and professionals to achieve that higher level of success. And so being here in Bahrain has really been a privilege, and I've been able to meet so many incredible people. And one of the things that I found through all the different cultures and all the different types of people I've met all, all over the world is that we all want the same things. You know, we all want to be happy. We all want to be successful. We all want safety and security for our families. And as parents, we all want to give our 
our kids a better life and a better opportunity than we had. And so that's a lot of what we're bringing to the show each and every week is how can you do that in your business and in your life. My guest today is going to be joining us from the United States. We'll let him share a little a bit about that here in a second. But we're going to be talking about how to be 10 times bolder. My very, very special guest is Cesar Rodriguez. He is incredible. He's going to be telling us the secret to becoming a top producer in our industry. So no matter if you're a professional, if you're an entrepreneur, no matter what industry you're in, he's going to be sharing some strategies that we can all apply to become the best of the best in our industry. So without further delay, Caesar, are you with us? I am. I am locked and loaded. Awesome. Thank you so much for joining us today and for giving so freely of your time. I really appreciate it. Um, you know, we, we have so many people that are, are on today listening live right now all over the world because they want to hear all about this being 10 times bolder. This is a, a really important topic. So thank you so much for sharing your time with me today. Yeah, absolutely. The pleasure is all mine. I mean, anything I can do for you to help you out and your listeners, I'm all about it. Awesome. Well, tell us a little bit about your background. I know that I've seen you speak on stage multiple times, and, and we're friends and colleagues. We've met at several different events, so I know a little <laughs> bit about you. But why don't you take a couple minutes and share just a little bit about who you are, your background, because the average listener may not know you yet. Sure. You know, so um, basically, you know, my background is um, when I was 21 years old, um, I was working at a mall, and I had, uh, I was you know, trying to figure out what am I going to do with the rest of my life? You know, here I am, 21, about to graduate. I had a sports management, uh, you know, degree that was uh, coming up about a, about a month away from graduating. And I was working at a mall um, at a GNC, just kind of selling vitamins. And this guy walks in the store and, uh, you know, he starts talking to me and he goes, hey, man, you know, you're pretty sharp. You're keeping your options open. And I was like, totally open. I mean, I had resumes tucked underneath the counter. You know? like, nice. <laughs> I, I, was, I was like networking with like everyone that came in that store. You know, sure enough, when I kind of asked him what he did, he said, well, you know, you know I'm working uh, with this company. And it happened to be a company in the network marketing, uh, you know, industry. And, uh, you know, he reached his hand out to me. I ended up uh, connecting with him. You know, I went through, you know, the whole uh, deal. And the first time I saw someone, I went to an event and I saw, you know, the types of lives people were living and the type of income they were making and what they were able to do with that income and how they were able to stay at home with their families you know, I just thought, I said, you know what, I know I studied this stuff for the past four years, you know, on, on how to, like, you know, be an event coordinator or something like that. And I was like, screw all that. <laughs> like, wow. What these guys are doing. I was like, because I saw a lady, uh, you know, stand up and uh, she could barely speak English. And she said, you know, she goes, oh, you know, last month I bought my mom a brand new uh, minivan, you know, and it was a $30,000 minivan. And and she says, like, it's a very heavy accent. Like, she's like, and, and my mom said, no, no, you should not do that. Why are you buying me this car? It's $30,000. And then she goes, it's okay, Mom. That's just one month's income for us. And at that point, I was like, all right, I've always heard get good at something worth getting good at. <laughs> you know? Right, so absolutely. Like, if I, could, I mean, I wanted to make 30000 a year. So I said, well, graduate coming out of college back then. So I thought, man, if these people are making 30000 a month, maybe I ought to, you know, figure this thing out. You know, so that became my journey in the network marketing industry. And um, I actually really struggled for a long time. And it kind of, you know, well, for me, it felt like a long time. It took me, uh, the first 100 people I talked to told me now, you know, shut down over 100 yep. easily, probably closer to over uh, 150 or 200, you know. But I know for sure the first 100 told me now. 
Um, you know, my own mom called me an idiot. You know, friends doubted me. You know, haters hated on me. Yep, and, um, you know, and it was, and it was a, a tough journey, but what ended up happening is it, it took me about, and it took me about four and a half months to find out my first five people, you know, so I went through a ton of rejection, but rejection breeds obsession, some say. So I became obsessed with the journey on how to get to the point where people just don't tell me no. And I was like, I just, I got I'm getting no to death. I said, I'm, I'm going to make a study of this, um, you know, this whole, you know, sales, communication, persuasion you know, seduction, whatever it takes, I'm going to learn how to be a more persuasive and influential person. So I started getting books and audios and listening to everything that I could possibly listen to. And I spent, you know, thousands of dollars going to courses and seminars and doing everything that I could to improve myself. And then eventually, um, you know, I started to, you know, see small breakthroughs. And I just absolutely became obsessed with the journey. But because I eventually, you know, went on from you know, being a 21-year-old broke college kid to making my first million by 29, you know, I learned a lot in that journey, you know, and now, you know, I'm all about giving back. You know, now I, I look for, hey, I was once touched and inspired by, number one, my mentor, you know, who took me under his wing and kind of taught Absolutely. me everything he, he knows. Um, and then number two, you know, my virtual mentors, you know, the Jim Rohns and the Brian Tracys and the, all the people that I grew up listening to, so I thought, you know, these people have changed my life in ways that they don't even know. They don't even know who Cesar Rodriguez is, yet they changed my life. I said, how cool would it be, you know, to be one of those people one day? So today, that's what I do. That's why you see me speak. I love to speak and train, and, you know, I create, you know, uh, products, and I've got a blog and hundreds of, you know, hundreds some videos online out there, how-to videos on how to prospect clothes and, you know, and, and do everything in between, you know, from start to finish. But, um... Really, um, my training has extended well beyond network marketers. I've trained, you know, some of the top Fortune 500 companies on uh, some of my closing and prospecting strategies. You know, so I've got courses and products and all kinds of things out there. So that's really my passion. That's why I'm here. I mean, if you've got an audience, you know, I want to serve them because I don't know. There, there could be another person just like me out there listening right now who's struggling, looking for their breakthrough. And like you, my specialty is helping people to get, you know, you know, immediate breakthroughs. You know, Absolutely. so anytime I can touch the life of, of, a, of a person, and it just might be one person, and that one email that I'll get for that one message on my Facebook fan page, you know, that, that's, that's what does it for me. So that's a little bit Absolutely. about who I am and what I'm about. Well, I think that's so interesting, and I'm so much like that as well, that, you know, it, when you have the opportunity and the platform where you can really make a difference in people's lives, it just makes, it, it makes such an amazing difference in your own life because you know that every single day, the, the effort that you put out, the products that you're creating, you know, the, the phone calls that you make, that it's all for a bigger purpose. It's not just about making money. It's not just about how many people can I talk to. You know, a lot of times in the beginning, that, that's kind of what gets us all started as entrepreneurs, but it develops into so much more than that. And having that opportunity to really make a difference, I think is incredible. You know, when I saw you speak, the first time I saw you speak, I think it was about three years ago and it was in, at the No Excuses Summit. And you were talking about the concept of B10XB. So B10 times Boulder. And I loved your presentation because I thought, wow, this is a great concept. This is a great idea that people need to hear about. And that's one of the things I wanted you to share with us today because the listeners really need to hear this. So can you take a couple minutes and share with us this, this idea, this concept that you came up with and, and how it really changed your life? And, and then after that, I want to share a story with, 
how I applied it to my own life. But you first. Oh, <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You know, so um, here, here's one of the things that I had in, in my journey, one of the things that I discovered, and I, and I heard this from Tony Robbins a long time ago. You know, he said, if you want better results, ask yourself better questions. You know, and the problem with a lot of us is we ask ourselves such terrible questions. You know, we, and, and I'll give you a, a couple of examples, but, you know, we say things like, oh, I can't do that, or, oh, that's tough, or I'm scared, or, you know, oh, that person isn't, we have a lot of negative self-talk where we talk to ourselves, and, and a lot of, and some people right now are saying, no, that's not me, Caesar, I don't talk to myself. Oh, there you go, right there, you just did it. <laughs> right, exactly, we all do it. <laughs> so, here's what I'm trying to tell you, all right, we have questions and we have these things that rush into our minds and um, sometimes our brains get flooded um, and what we have to do is we have to sometimes do a pattern interrupt. We have to interrupt our own pattern. Now that's a concept from uh, something called NLP. Maybe some of you guys have heard of it, Neuro Linguistic Programming. Um, it's one of the ways that I'm able to be so persuasive and to, you know, plant ideas in people's minds is, you know, I use a lot of, um, you know, NLP. And uh, one of the things um, that's really important to do is to do sometimes a pattern interrupt on yourself and to ask yourself better questions. So I noticed um, for myself, I did not have, um, when I was out there in, you know, for those of you that know direct sales or network marketing or any type of business where you have to approach people or any type of, uh, you know, time where you have to go up to someone, um, it sometimes can be intimidating because you have this self-talk that was, you know, put in your mind and it's all just it, you, a lot of it you don't even control. It's stuff that's happened to you as a child. Like, for example, when you're a kid, you know, what is, what is one of the first things and first lessons your parents teach you for safety? Don't talk okay. to strangers. Right? Don't talk <laughs> to strangers. So you right? go through your life. And, and so what, what happened is when you were a child, you went to go talk to a stranger, and your mom or dad, you know, maybe slapped you on the wrist and said, don't talk to strangers. And now all of a sudden, you've created a link where you've now linked pain to talking to strangers because maybe they slapped your butt or slapped your hand or whatever and they've yelled at you and they've scolded you so you've gotten a withdrawal of love which is so painful to a child. So you have this link, don't talk to strangers. Talking to strangers equals pain. Now is there really any pain when you talk to a stranger? I mean, absolutely not, right? When you go to talk right. to someone, it's not like you get an electric shock, right? Right. I talk to strangers all the time and I turn out just fine. Yeah, right? <laughs> all over the world. Absolutely. No, it's fun, actually. Absolutely. You know, so, uh, you know, it, 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 here's the thing, though. I'm trying to paint this picture for, for those of you listening right now is I want you to realize that if you do get nervous or if you are like, oh, I'm an introvert, I get scared to talk to people or, you know, I clam up. And listen, this is why. This is why. It's not your fault. It's stuff that's happened to you before in the past. So you have these neurological links going from in, inside of your brain that, that basically says talk to this person equals pain. Or maybe you were a little kid and you went to go talk to a little girl in school. Maybe you're a guy like me and, you know, you went to go talk to a, a little girl or vice versa. And that person said, ew, get away from me. You have cooties. You know? And you were like, right, oh, right. the people of the opposite sex equals pain. Like, I got rejected. So what ends up happening is we create all these links and there's all this garbage in our mind. Now you're in a business maybe we're talking or networking with other people, it's to your advantage. It's how you can make that next connection that could take you to that next breakthrough in your business. But what ends up happening is you still have these things that go through your brain where there's still an association of pain to approaching someone. So here's what ends up happening. Now you go to talk to someone, and all of these voices start to come in your head. And they go, no, don't talk to that person. You're not dressed up enough. They're not going to be interested. 
you know, et cetera, et cetera. And what ends up happening is you've now created a link of pain to talking to that person and you talk yourself out of it. So what happens right. is in the moment when you go to look at someone, Rachel, there's all of these voices. You're, there's like this, and I call it the weakness. There's this weak voice inside of you that starts to talk you out of some of your greatest opportunities. Now, if you think about it in life, everything that you have that is of greatness, everything that you're happy about, whether it's your relationship, whether it's, you know, your status in your life, or, you know, maybe it's your marriage or your kids, all of that came from a bolder moment. So in life, there's always a fork in the road in almost every situation where you can take the weaker path or you could take the bolder path. The fact that you have this radio show right now that's publicly broadcast around the world and is like the talk of multiple industries, the reason you have that is because you had a bold moment. You know, there was a time where you said, hey, I can go out and start this thing and maybe I'll have no listeners, but, you know, I'm going to build it up. Or, you know, it could be a little scary or maybe, you know, or you could have walked away or you could say, you know, it's it's new, it's scary, I've never done this before, but you know what, I'm going to go for it. And boom, and you took the bolder path and how many lives are being changed from that? You know, the relationships exactly. we're all in, exactly. they've all come from bolder moments, all right? You know, you had to go up and talk to, to your husband, or your husband had to go up and talk to you at one point before you guys were married, right? You know, it might have been scary. He might have looked at you and said, golly, she's pretty. I don't want her to reject me. But then where would you guys be, you know? So exactly. everything of greatness that we're all proud of today has come from bolder moments. So what I strive to do is to help people have bolder moments. And I remember um, I asked myself this question you know, to, to basically interrupt my own uh, pattern because I noticed sometimes when I'd go to approach people when I would be, you know, scared and now I'd be in my early 20s and I'd go to want to talk to someone and I would have this voice of insecurity, you know, the weakness would say, well, look at you, you're just driving a crappy car and that person's in a nice car. You know, you're not dressed up enough. Like, my God, yeah, you're 20. Yeah, Caesar, you're 22, but you look like you're 18. They're not going to take you seriously. And I would have all of these things flood through my mind, but they're not, it's not audible like, like how I'm talking right now. It's not slow. It's just fast. It's just like, and it's logical, and it seems to make sense. It's like, hey, now's not the time to talk to them. Give them a few minutes. Hey, you know what? Right now, they're looking at your car. They're going to look at your shoes. They're not going to take you seriously. Like, you get all these thoughts, and, you, and they're running so rampant through your mind, you can barely squeeze in any, any positive affirmations. So what I sure. realized is I have to interrupt that pattern. So I created a question for myself, which is, what would I do if I was 10 times bolder? And the interesting thing is, if you ask yourself a question, your mind will always answer it. So if you ask yourself a question, you will also answer it. And whatever you come up with in that moment is what you have to do. So I created this little game to to psych myself into being bold and to ask myself a question, hey, what would I do if I was 10 times bolder? You know, so a a classic example that I've shared, you know, many times, and um, I've actually shared it um, on stage at the event that you saw me first speak at. And actually, I have about a probably a 10 or 11 minute clip of that exact presentation that you saw that you love so much, where it's pretty much kind of what I'm saying here. Yeah. So I'll, sh- I'll share with all of your audience members here in a, in a few minutes, I guess, um, where they can actually see that live clip of me speaking. Um, and you can see the whole talk, you know, and, and all of it, uh, you know, because it's a pretty fun story. But, um, you know, anyway, I met this guy. He's at a gas station, and he was driving an Escalade, and I was driving like a cheap 
little Saturn car that had like a crack in the front fender. So it was like, you know, it was not looking good. And I was going to the gym. I had a cutoff shirt and a, you know, visor. I wasn't looking sharp. He was. And I asked myself the question. I said, you know, oh, man, and he was on the phone, you know, talking. And I wanted to prospect him for my business because he looked sharp. I wanted to start a conversation, see what this guy was doing. He's my age and he's driving an Escalade. I'm like, I got to know what this guy's about. Um, he might be a good prospect for my business. So sure enough, I, you know, looked at him and starts, and then in starts the weakness. And the, my, my mind starts saying, well, you can't talk to the guy now. He's on his cell phone. That would be rude. And, uh, oh, and by the way, you know, look at how you're dressed and look at how he's dressed. I mean, you're parked next to him at a gas station, for crying out loud, Caesar. You don't talk to people about business at a gas station. That's ridiculous. And plus, right. Well, right I mean, and these thoughts him. make sense. I'm sure we've all yeah, thought yeah. like this yeah, from yeah. time to time, Every, right? Building a business. It always does. Yeah, it always, it always will make some type of sense to you because it's your mind rationalizing itself, right? Yep. You know, yep. so it's, it's coming up with logical reasons why you can't, you know, jump out of the box. Because your, your subconscious mind's job is to protect you. Okay, it's that's just what it's, its job is to protect you. So it will reason with you and and logically tell you things that could potentially hurt your self-esteem or your mind or anything like that. You know, so what I did was I looked. My mind is saying, "Oh, he's going to size you up in your car. He's going to know you're not successful. Yet you're about to talk to him about a, maybe a business opportunity. Are you kidding me? Like this just doesn't make sense. Don't do it now. Forget that guy. He's probably not interested anyway." I had all this stuff flying through my brain a million miles an hour, but then I asked myself the question that I trained myself to ask, which is, hey, what would you do if you were 10 times bolder, Caesar? What would you do if you were 10 times bolder? So then my mind answers, well, if you were 10 times bolder, not once, not twice, not three, 10 times, you would tell that guy to hang up the phone because you would do that. You would interrupt him. Because what you've got to say is more important. You're more important than whatever that phone call is. Stand up for yourself. Look what you have to offer. You could change this guy's life. Get out of your head and start focus, stop focusing on what you might look like and start focusing on what you can do for that person, that life you can change. So I asked myself, what would I do if I was 10 times bolder? And it was, I would tell him to hang up the phone, ask him for a second, and I would start talking. So I started in, and I went to him because he's walking uh, towards back to his car at the uh, gas station parked next to me. And I just said, hey, excuse me, is that an important phone call? Would you mind hanging that, hanging that up for a quick sec? And he just kind of looks at me. So, I mean, I interrupted his pattern, right, Rachel? Right. <laughs> right. I'm like, sure he was shocked, like, thinking, okay, what? Yeah, like, <laughs> when does that ever happen? Like, yeah, like, exactly. Like, what person goes up to you and says, hey, hang up your phone. I want to talk to you. Like, and that's right. old, right? That's ten times older. So, sure enough, you know, his mind is like, what the, who is this guy? Okay, well, he's like, hold on a second. And he tells the person on the phone, hey, listen, let me call you back. I got to go. And, wow. and then all of a sudden we began talking. And I said, hey, you know, so you dress pretty sharp, man. You're from around here, you got a nice car. I was like, I'm curious, man, what do you do? And he, you know, starts telling me. And at the time he was working for Circuit City, which we all know, is, um, for those of us in the States, we know that company is no longer in business, right? Um, right. You know, so they had just went through firing all these people. He, they had fired him a couple months before and then rehired him at a salary so he was making less money. And at a higher position, so he was, had less money and, and more responsibility. And that car, by the way, was eating him alive, all right, because mm. he got this pay cut. And, you know, he was uh, struggling, but he had been approached about our company a couple times before, the one that I was working with at the time. Oh, wow. And uh, okay. But anyways, you know, the conversation started in. It ended up going, uh, you know, pretty well. I followed up on him. He's one of the easiest people I ever signed up, you know, after I uh, presented my opportunity and product to him. And uh, he went on to become my number one all-time producer. 
Um, today we're best friends. His kids call me Uncle Caesar. He's like a brother to me. And, um, and that one person, he told me about a year, I think two years later, he's really analytical. I'm really not. He's all about like numbers and stuff and comp plan. And he said, hey, Caesar, do you know how much money you've made from me from that one day you shook my hand at that gas station? And I said, no, nah, I've got no idea, man. And he said, you know, best as I can tell, you've made about $40,000 over the past two years you know, nice. from that one moment. <laughs> and that was just two years. He's been with me for about 10, so who knows how much longer, how much more it's so been. because but, you chose to be 10 times bolder, because you absolutely. chose, you made the decision, look at the amazing lives that were changed, not just yours, not just his, but his family and, and lots of other people that, that you both have helped along the way. Mm-hmm. Exactly, and that's one of, like thousands of stories that I have because I've asked myself that question so many times. What would I do if I was 10 times bolder? I mean, it's the reason that I'm in, you know, the relationship I'm in with my incredible girlfriend. It's the reason, you know, why so many things in in my life and everyone listening right now, look at everything great in your life that you're proud of. It came from a bolder moment, you know? So the question that I ask you to ask yourself every time you feel fear, anxiety, apprehension, indecision, or any of the other diseases of attitude, just simply ask yourself, hey, what would I do if I was 10 times bolder? And uh, the acronym that I created for that is just B10XB. So if you guys are listening to this call, you can do a little hashtag, you know, um, on you know, Facebook or Twitter, or Instagram, B10XB. I love to see your story. So it's the letter B, you know, uh, the letter X, and then 10, you know, the number, you know, one zero, and then B. So if you just do hashtag B10XB, I like to scour those hashtags every now and again, and uh, I'll see people and give them props. Say, hey, man, I prospected someone today, B10XB, or hey, I approached this girl and pulled her phone number, and she, we're going out on a date, <laughs> B10XB. <laughs> nice. <laughs> yeah, I was B10XB, you know, whatever. You know, I love it when people just kind of shout that out. Um, well, and it's so you know, true. And and, I mean, it's, it's, it's such an amazing, amazing experience when you actually stop and have that conversation with you. That's one thing I wanted to share was that I actually did this back in September. So it's been a couple of months now, but I was at an event and, um, I had met a gentleman and he's actually from the UK and he does speaking all over the world and does some work in the Middle East. And I've been wanting to speak here in the Middle East and really be an inspiration, um, here kind of more on a local level in this area. And as we were talking, he says, yeah, I work with the, the, the Ziegler group, you know, Zig Ziegler, so Ziegler's group. And, and he's like, yeah, we're wanting to do more in the middle East. And exactly your words popped into my head, be 10 times bolder. (laughs) And Uh so I, as we were talking, you know, I let him finish what he was saying, but I, I chose to have a bold moment and I just reached out and, and I said, I would love to do that with you. And I took about one minute and kind of shared a little bit about my vision and and wanting to do more here in the Middle East to really empower and and inspire people and entrepreneurs in particular here on the local level. And he loved that. And he said, this would be great. Yes, definitely. You should come with us. Let's do it. You know, let's exchange information. Let's make it happen. So I, I just love that. And it had been, you know, it's been over three years since I saw your presentation but that made a huge difference in my life because obviously three years later, what was popping in my head? Be 10 times bolder in that moment. And what a great result, oh, right? Absolutely. Like, yeah. I love that. I love it. So cool. I mean, it's, it's a life changer. It really is. You know, if you go around each and every day and you just start asking yourself, you know, hey, what would I do if I was 10 times bolder? And there's, 
there's a next level to it, too. Um, you know, what I actually, uh, what you can do, you can kind of get a, a little rubber band um, or something and throw it around your wrist. And this is one of the things that I do. I have these custom B10XB bands I, uh, I would sometimes give out, you know, if you ever um, or see me speaking at events or whatever, sometimes I'll, uh, you know, do them at events and I'll throw them out to the crowd or I'll give them to people if I happen to bump into them and they do something really bold. I'll sometimes take the one off of my wrist. I've been off of my wrist and I've been known to give them to that. But I've got these custom B10XB uh, wristbands with, you know, the logo on them. They're pretty cool. Um, but you could also use a rubber band. And there's the question that you ask yourself is, of course, hey, what would I do if I was 10 times bolder? And however... If you don't do the thing, if your answer is, hey, I'd tell this guy to hang up the phone, all right, but then you cower out and you don't do it, then what you're supposed to do is rear back on that band and pull it back from your wrist and then let her rip and slap that wrist. And what ends up happening is you create pain and to the inactivity of being bold. So what we're doing is there's a, we're literally rewiring your mind psychology and your neuro associations that link pain and pleasure to the activities of being bold or not being bold. Because currently, the reason why we're not as bold is because we link pain to being bold because we're like, well, if I'm bold, like talking to strangers, whap, that's bad. But when you start reversing those neuro associations of, hey, not talking to a stranger, whap, bad, what ends up happening is you're starting to reprogram your mind from all of that stuff that no longer serves you. There's no longer, you know... Don't talk to strangers. There's a, there's a danger when you're five years old taking candy from a stranger and walking up right. to them and talking to you. There's no danger talking to someone, you know, that's in the grocery line behind you, you know, or the gas right, station. Right, right, right. You. you know, you're not about to hop into their van and drive away somewhere. So we have to rewire our brains. And the more you do that, the more it helps. And it's really funny because my very few moments where I'm not bold, but every now and again, you know, I might just, my, I'm so good at at selling myself as we all are. Sometimes I'll say, well, you know, it's not important. I don't want to. And, and then I'll, ca- then that other voice will say, oh, ha, ha, are you not being bold? And I'll look at that rubber band and I'm like, I'm going to have to flick this if I don't do it. And I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like holding it yourself accountable, myself. right? Yeah, I mean, and that's what it, it takes. You really do have to hold it. yourself accountable. Yeah, man. Pain and pleasure. That's the reason why we do things, you know, we want to steer Absolutely. away from pain and, and, you know, and we want to get pleasure. So the more that you can put, pain, you know, to inactivity, the inactivity being bold and pleasure to being bold, you know, the, the bolder you're going to become, you know? So I wasn't always like this. Trust me. I was, people look at me now like, oh, you're charismatic and you're fun and you're such an outgoing person. I'm like, yeah, that's, I'm a practice, you know, extrovert. Like I trained myself to be that. And eventually if you, you know, act as if long enough, you're going to become that, that person. Well, and that's one of the questions I wanted to, to ask you about, because I get these questions a lot. You know, people are wanting to build their confidence, and they want to be more powerful, more influential. Do you have any specific ideas or strategies? Obviously, asking yourself, what would I do if I was 10 times bolder is a great strategy and will definitely make a difference in people's lives. But do you have any other tips or strategies, maybe your top, you know, two or three that could really help somebody kind of build that confidence, build that influence in their life, in their business, in the people that they're working with? Sure. You know, one, one thing I'd say is I come out with stuff like literally every day. If you were to go to my, fa- um, if you were to go to my fan page or uh, for Facebook or my Instagram or any of that type of stuff, or even my Twitter, you'll see, like, I 
post, I'm constantly posting um, quotes and things that I create that are designed to help my fans and my fan base um, and my audience to overcome that, you know, in their, that overcome that in their mind, you know, to get over that confidence, you know, to detach themselves, you know, from thinking about what other people think. I think the biggest thing and kind of the biggest challenge is we as a society tend to care too much about what other people think. All right. So, um, I'm, if you're so caught up in, in trying to please other people and worrying about what other people say and think, what's going to happen is you're going to, you're going to be constantly scared, you know, because if you're, if you're constantly thinking like if, if the song and the record in your, in your mind that's playing over and over again is, Hey, don't do this. You're going to look stupid or, Hey, uh, you know, this is, you're going to look ridiculous or this person is going to reject you. Then what's end up happening is you have this attachment to the outcome. So what I advise people to do is I try and help people so much to just not care about what other people think. You know, one of the quotes that I posted on my fan page the other day is, you know, those who seek constant approval will find constant disappointment, you know, and, and forever, I think the biggest thing that you have to do is you have to commit to just changing yourself and you have to commit to personal development. And um, it's interesting, I spoke with a guy the other day, uh, you know, who's one of my fans. He's uh, one of my students. He's bought, you know, several of my courses. Um, and he really um, is into prospecting. So I thought this guy, um, I'd never talked to him before, um, but he, I thought he was, like, really, really big on, like, prospecting because he's like, all right, man, I'm going to go out there and I'm going to start talking to people. And, and he's, like, always posting positive stuff inside of my, um, on my, uh, one of my Facebook groups, you know, for my students. Sure. I reached him. I reached out and talked to him, Rachel. And you'd be surprised. He was, I was like, hey, man, you know, where's the excitement? And he's like, oh, he goes, I'm the biggest introvert you'll ever meet in your entire life. And I'm like, shut the heck up. You know? <laughs> and he's like, he's like, yeah, man. And he's like, yeah, I've taken these, you know, these personality tests and I'm always on the farthest end of introverts. Because I was like, why is he not, like, excited? Like, he's, he's like, he goes, I could be so excited right now and you'd never even know. <laughs> and he's like, it's just how wow. my personality is. Yep. And I was like, I was like, well, that's really interesting because the, all the stuff you go through with mine is all about like, and he's like, no, no, that's the point. He's like, it's a weakness of mine. He goes, so I'm striving to work on my weakness. You know, so right. him, the, he has a fear. It's like those people that have a fear of heights, they jump out of planes. You know, why? Because they want to conquer their fears. So the biggest thing is if you want to become more confident, commit to personal development and commit, you know, to doing things that will constantly stretch your comfort zone. So if you're scared to talk to people, make a commitment to talk to two people a day. Even if it's not for any other reason, just to say hello and to start a conversation and walk off. Just to do it. You know, just to do it. I had uh, one of my friends, he was so scared to talk to people um, and prospect people. And he used to see me do it and he'd be like, man, you're so good. You're so amazing. You know, because that's one of the things I'm known for. You know, Rachel, I'm known for being, like, you know, one of the best, you know, prospectors and closers in, you know, the direct sales industry, right? That's what people right, come absolutely. to my stuff. That's what yeah, they, and that's you are really good for. at your craft. I mean, it, it is something that you've worked and trained to develop that skill, which is, you know, part of the reason you're so great. Yeah, exactly. You know, I became obsessed with it, you know, and, and learning from one, someone on my team, he looked at me and he goes, hey, you're so good, I can't do what you do. But then what he started doing was he just practiced saying hello to two people a day to start off. And then we found out that the two people wouldn't, like, throw, like, 
you know, a bucket of cold water on him, he was like, whoa, you know, <laughs> maybe I can say, right. Hello, like, how are you doing? And maybe ask him a question. You know, maybe I can, you know, ask him two questions. So he worked his way up to doing that. And, and we're just using this, you know, Rachel, I know you know this, but I want to talk, you know, for you, you all out there listening. Um, you know, I'm just using examples on prospecting because that's just talking to people that are strangers. But any area that you lack confidence in, all you need to do is you just need to take small steps in that direction every day. I know a lot of people when it comes to sales, they're very they're timid when it comes to closing. They're very timid. You know, they go, all right, so, you know, you like it? And they go, well, you know, I need to think about it. They're like, okay, sounds good. You got to think about it. All right, I'll hear from you later. You know, they don't ask, they don't ask any, you know, ten times bolder questions. You know, they don't, they don't go that extra mile. So, you know, if you can't go the extra mile at first, at least go the extra inches. You know, and then tear it up to the extra feet, then meters, and, you know, then but let's go a mile. But I, I advise everyone to jump in. You know, I'm a jump-in kind of guy. Be ten times bolder. Great pattern interrupt question, but there's lots of things that you can do to work on your um, on your confidence incrementally. If anything I'm saying sounds you know too crazy for you. <laughs> well, I love no, I love what you're saying as far as you know even just taking those baby steps, those few steps every day. Whether it's talking to two people, maybe it's making two customer phone calls. If you're somebody who doesn't like to call your clients, doesn't like to get on the phone with your customers, maybe it's just starting small. But over time, if you multiply that out times five days a week, what will your result be? Absolutely. So I think that's a great tip. It's a great strategy that people can apply to any area of their life. I mean, even if we've got some single people that might be listening in right now. They can apply this to dating, right? Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, earlier you were saying, you know, approaching, I think you were talking about a guy that, you know, was approaching a girl and using, you know, the, what would I do if I was 10 times bolder? Yeah. So it even works with dating, right? Oh, my God. Do you want to know? I was so, in, in college, I remember this friend of mine, his name was John, and uh, we were sophomore year in college, and he said to me, and this was so crazy, this is like how far I've come, and he said, He's like, hey, man, he was my math tutor, right? But he was this really cool guy. He was like my, he's same, my same grade. He's just really good at math, and I was really crappy. So um, nice. he was my math tutor, assigned to me. And uh, we ended up becoming really good friends. And he was like, yo, and he's like this really good-looking guy, too. And he's, he was just like, he just looked very, he was a very attractive guy. I can say that, right? And he oh, goes, yeah. hey, man, he's like, hey, let's go out. He goes, yo, let's go to the mall and, and, and talk to girls, like pick up chicks. And I was like, like and this is what I said. Exactly. It was like, what, like, go up to just random girls and just, like, try to start a conversation with them, like, out of the blue, like, and I was like, I'm, in my mind went, ah! <laughs> like, I was like, I was, right. such, I was so scared. I was like, no way, dude. I'm not, I didn't even go. Like, I was afraid to talk to him, like, again after that day, because I was like, I hope he doesn't bring that up again. Like, because somehow I dodged <laughs> that bullet. Like, somehow I dodged the bullet and was like, no, no, I would, no, it's not me. Like, uh, you know, I, I probably made up some really good excuse, you know, like I'm kind of seeing someone, you know, I probably said some BS, right? You know, right, I right. I just know somehow I dodged the bullet and I was always scared that he would ask me again, you know, because that's how I was like, how could you go up to another human being and just start a conversation with them? They're clearly going to reject you. I mean, they're clearly not interested. Wow. That was the stuff that was in my head. And, like, to where I am now, now it doesn't matter who the person is. I, I, I get joy now from talking to people because people want to be spoken to. People want to, to meet that person that's going to make them smile and that's going to 
spark a conversation. It's interesting, right? You know, Absolutely. how cool is it to be out and about and be like, oh, this person talked to me. You know, oh, man, I got hit on today. You know, whatever. Right. You know? But oh, that- I think that's so funny. I, I love what you're saying about, you know, just the fact that it, it really does take that moment of change and to create that confidence. And obviously, you were not as confident as you are now back then. So anybody listening now, you can build the confidence. We've got to actually stop right there and take a sure. quick, quick break. But when we come back, we will have more with Cesar Rodriguez and how to be 10 times bolder in your business and in your life. So stick around and we will be right back. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. What sets apart VoiceAmerica.tv from the other video content providers on the Internet? Choice and flexibility means that you can host your video content live or on demand on the main VoiceAmerica.tv channels through your own branded media player or your own private TV channel. We support multiple media formats, so all of your video content can be in one place. We offer a number of advertising and video packages. For more information, visit VoiceAmerica.tv. If you think you've seen online TV like this before, let us surprise you. Stop struggling and finally achieve the success you deserve. Personal transformation expert and success coach Rachel O'Brien Eddy has teamed up with Dr. Nito Cabane and experts from around the world to bring you the forthcoming book, Breaking Through. Discover how the world's leading entrepreneurs and professionals achieve breakthrough success and how you can too. Reserve your copy today at connectwithrachel.com forward slash book. Plus, receive an exclusive invitation to attend Rachel's book release party. Register now at connectwithrachel.com forward slash book. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to Infinite Success Radio with your host, Rachel O'Brien Eddy. Call in and let us know if you have a question or comment. Our number is toll-free in North America, 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to radio at connectwithrachel.com. Now, back to Infinite Success Radio. Here again is Rachel O'Brien. Welcome back to Infinite Success Radio. I am your host, Rachel O'Brien Eddy. And thank you so much for sticking around. We've been having an amazing show today talking about how to be 10 times bolder in your business, in your life, how to get the results you want, how to be more confident, more powerful, and influential. And my very special guest, Cesar Rodriguez, has been kind enough to be sharing some of his amazing tips and strategies with us today. Thank you so much, Cesar, for being here. Being with us and sharing so freely of your time. I really, really appreciate it. Thank you. No doubt. I'm having a blast. Well, one of the main questions that I really wanted to make sure that we got in on this show is how did you become such a top producer and leader in your businesses? Because I know that you've done a lot of different things. You are a sought-after speaker and trainer. You made your first million by age 29. I mean, that in and of itself is pretty amazing. But I know that you've also been a top producer, which means you've been working with a lot of people. You've been doing a lot. Is there any one thing in particular that you think really sets you apart or one strategy that a listener today could, could take action on and say, I can implement that right now to get better results? 
Absolutely. So, you know, there's several different things. I mean, one thing that I don't think you can teach, um, you know, is it's hunger. You know, you, you can't, I, I tell people all the time, I'm like, if you're hungry, you can figure out the rest. If you have a, a desire to go all in and to play full out, you know, then you can have success. You know, the, the biggest thing for me is I've always just, I had a strong why. I've had, you know, strong reasons to be successful. And I think we all do. Sometimes we just have to tap into them. And um, when you have those strong reasons, you know, maybe it's, you know, you're, you're sick and tired of something. There has to be some type of emotion or some type of fire. You know, like, I hate my job. Like, if you just like, oh, you know, my job is kind of annoying. Well, you know, when things get tough, if you have a business on the side that you're trying to replace your job income, you know, you're just going to be like, well, you know, my job is that bad. But if you hate your job, you hate your boss, you hate your life, you hate how you're not contributing and you feel like there's something inside of you that, a message that needs to be shared. You know, if, if you have that passion, you know, like I hate to lose, you know, but I'm not afraid of it. You know, I hate to lose. It's just, I don't know. It's I, when I was a kid, I used to cry if we'd lose, you know, little baseball games and stuff like that. Literally, my mom would be like, why are you crying? I didn't know. So there's a part of success that some things are just wired in your DNA. Um, sure. For me, I, I feel like you know, I was never a sore loser. I just, I didn't, I hated to, to lose. And uh, one of the, the keys that I've shared, and it's one of, you know, a Caesarism little quote that I've got, you know, it's, um, you know, the key to success is hating to lose, but not being afraid of it. Because if, right. if you hate to lose, I'd rather have a team of, of 100 people that hate to lose than 100 people that like to win. You know, because if you hate to lose, you're going to, yeah, I mean, you're not going to be afraid to, to sacrifice for the win. But at the same time, you have to have the mentality that you can't be afraid to lose. Because if you're afraid to lose, then you're going to constantly operate from a, a position of fear, and you're not going to focus on what it takes to win. You're going to focus on what might not make you lose. So, for example, um, I'll give you a, a sales example here in a minute, but I want, you, I want everyone here to really understand this. If you're afraid to lose, then what's going to happen is you're not going to go for it. If you don't, if you're not afraid to lose, then you're going to go for the Hail Marys, so to speak. You're going to go for the tough, you're going to ask the tough questions. You know, like, for example, sometimes people would tell me, you know, like, well, and I'll have, I'll coach people all the time and they'll say, well, you know, this person said they don't have the money. Someone will sometimes say like, oh, you know, sister, I don't have the money. Well, if you're afraid to lose, you just be like, oh, okay. Like you don't want to push it and ask like further questions. I'm not afraid to lose, so I've got nothing to lose. So to me, I'm just like, all right, well, you know, how much exactly would you say you have in your bank account right now? And people are like, what? That is crazy bold. Ask someone that, that that's pretty bold. <laughs> that's pretty bold. But I ask it all the time and with confidence, and everyone tells me, they'll say, well, you know, I've got, you know, 200. And I can determine that if they, if they really don't have the money because I'm playing to win. And another one of my quotes, all right, another Caesarism, you'll see this said in, in many of my, uh, you know, videos and stuff. And I say, always play to win, never play to keep from losing. You know, always play to win, never play yep. to keep from losing. And it goes right in line with the last quote, you know, so don't be afraid to lose. All right, play to win. So you, we've seen it happen so often in like sports, you know, um, like in football, for example, a team's down and all of a sudden, you know, uh, one team's down by a whole lot, let's say the other team's up by like, you know, four touchdowns. Well, that team all of a sudden starts to run the ball. They start playing defensively. You know, they're just trying to hold on to the wins. They're no longer doing what got them to win. Maybe what got them to win is, you know, they were throwing bombs and they were taking, you know, high-risk plays and throwing really, 
Well, then, then all of a sudden they start to say, hey, they go into the half, they're like, hey, we're up, we just need to hold on to it. They shift from playing to win to playing to keep from losing, whereas the other right. team's like, look, we got nothing to lose, let's go for the risky plays. Now let's we got to go for Hail it. Mary's. Yeah, you know, they're, they're not kicking, they're going for it, you know, on, on fourth downs, you know, so that's the team, and we've seen it happen so much, and those are the stories that we share. You know, we say, oh, it was the greatest comeback in history. You know, it was such a great comeback. Well, what happened? One team focused on playing to keep from losing once they were up, and then the other team said, hey, we're going to play to win. So the thing that I say to people is I'm like, look, you know, if, if you're in a position where you're already losing, you know, look at your bank account. Look at your lifestyle. Look at how you're living. If you're already kind of losing, then what the hell? Go for it, man. You know, suck it up. Take some risks. Right. My competitive advantage, Rachel, um, and the one that anyone can have right now just by making a decision today is to decide right away that you're willing to do whatever it takes to win and you're not afraid to sacrifice. You're not afraid to go for it. My competitive advantage has always been that I'm not afraid to spend whatever money it takes to get the edge. So when everyone else, when everyone else was out there, they'd look, they'd be looking at a book, you know, or they'd be looking at a course, or they'd be looking at a seminar. And I know we've met, you know, at seminars, Rachel. You know, we've Absolutely. met, you yep. know, at, at at events that, you know, I I might not have needed to go to. You know, because I was already kind of doing well. But my mind says, hey, what if you take one little thing? Like most people look at an event or they look at a product that they're wanting to buy or something. Now there's all these courses digitally online. I make, you know, several of them. But I've bought, you know, I can't even tell you how much money I've spent on stuff. Yeah, I have and too. Same. I know you have, hon. That's why Constantly you are where you're at. Constantly improving and learning and Constantly. same stuff. Yep. I know you've been in masterminds, you know, and we've been in masterminds. Like, so I, I know your commitment to investing, but look at where we are is compared to where other people aren't. So if you're not where you want to be and you're listening to this right now, I want you to realize, everyone, here's the difference in my mindset. I will spend whatever it takes to get a small incremental change. Because for me, if I I buy a course and it's going to help me, you know, with something that I want to learn, you know, for example, closing. If I spend money and I buy a course on closing or prospecting or anything like that, for me, what I used to do is I would buy anything that might give me one nugget. Everyone else, and I talk to all these people, you know, sometimes people will ask me on some of my courses, they'll say, well, you know, you know, I'm really, this is my main problem. Will this help to, like, you know, make me a top earner? And, all? and I'm like, man, your mind is so in the wrong place. Because if every question right. you're asking yourself, if every question you're asking yourself is, will this give me everything that I want, then you're going to miss out on the, it might not, there might not be one course that gives you 100% of everything you want, but there might be 100 courses and each one of them will give you 1%. And that 1% difference, that 1% incremental improvement, that slight edge, that could be the one thing that you learn that helps you to get that one person that ends up being your top earner. Because like I told you earlier in that one story, Rachel, with the guy that I recruited who's my best friend today, well... Ironically, he had been approached by, by someone in our company three times before me. Three times. So, wow. and, the, and the person was actually, ironically, my mentor, the guy who brought me in training in business. Oh, you're kidding. No. I did not crazy. know that. I didn't realize yeah. that. Wow. Yeah. I, don't, I don't share that a whole lot, you know, because I don't want to make him <laughs> look like Just for my listeners. Didn't know you guys all doing, got right? the goods today. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You guys are the only ones that ever heard that, actually. Um, but... <laughs> But I share that to you because he's sharp. He taught me. But 
I also did a lot of extra personal development on the side on top of some of the stuff that he was teaching me that he was learning. I was reading a few books that he didn't read, and I may have just used one line that was different than something that he said that had him take another look. And that's what I'm talking about, that 1% change. So me, I do whatever it takes. to get, If something is going to give me the, the possible edge, I'm not afraid to invest you know, in it. I'm not afraid to put you know, my last. If I've got a, and I tell people all the time, I'm like, look, man, this is how I was. I never paid any of my bills on time, ever. Like, my bills were chronically and perpetually late, even when I was making money. Because I would rather take money that I had and pay, like, my cell phone bill late on the last day it was due, like, before they cut it off. I would rather have that money freely in my bank account to be able to spend on a course or a product or a seminar or an event or whatever because I might get something from that that would later help me to pay my bills. So I never had my bills paid on time, ever. Wow. So I will say that eventually today, now all my bills are on auto drafts. They're never late, you know. <laughs> you know? I will say, so that's, but that's the, that's the promise. But at first I had to pay my stuff late, and I was like, screw it, I'll pay a $5 late fee to keep an extra $200 in my account, because what if there's a course for 100 or $200 that I might need to buy I could buy that, learn something, make a couple sales, and then pay my phone bill, you know, late, but still before it was due so I can but, keep my phone But on. still getting it there, exactly. Absolutely. So everything was so about that. So speaking of so. courses, I know that you've got some amazing products and courses that really teach people how to get that little extra edge in, in sales and prospecting and closing. Where can people connect with you to get more information? And I know you mentioned the video of your presentation. Where can people yeah, find that at? Okay. So go to my blog. All right. My name is Cesar L. Uh, my name is Cesar Rodriguez. Uh, if you throw that in Google, even if you spell my name wrong, it still might pop up. Um, but my name is spelled C-E-S-A-R, uh, the letter L. For my middle initial, uh, my middle initial, and then Rodriguez, R-O-D-R-I-G-U-E-Z uh, dot com. So CesarLRodriguez.com. If you throw me in Google, you'll probably find me. But um, if you go, and to I believe blog, we have that in our show description as well. We have a link oh, to your sweet, sweet. to your website under your bio. Boom. So there you go. So now check this out. On my blog, I give away a free seven day um, training series. There's a video on my homepage where I say, "Hey, pop in your name and email." You get a free training series on uh, prospecting closing. And the very first video, day one, is my stage presentation that you saw on being 10 times bolder. And all throughout the week. Oh, awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So all throughout the week, you'll get other trainings on everything else, too. So, and from there, you guys can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and you can see other courses and stuff I create as well. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Caesar. I really appreciate your time and just you sharing so freely. You are an amazing individual and it is truly a privilege to know you. And thank you so much for sharing with all of my listeners. And for all of you who have been listening around the world, thank you so much for sticking with us all through the show today on Infinite Success Radio. I do appreciate you. Make sure that you share this with your friends, your family, and your colleagues. Make sure you tune in every single week. And if you're listening on iTunes and you love the show, please subscribe and leave a positive review. We would love to hear your feedback. If you guys have questions or comments or even ideas for future shows, just send me an email at radio at connectwithrachel.com, radio at connectwithrachel.com. Thanks again. I'm Rachel O'Brien Eddy reminding you to believe in the power of a dream. Have an amazing week. 
Thanks for tuning in. You can hear Infinite Success Radio live every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Rachel O'Brien Eddy invites you to check out another show next week. We'll be right back. 